My name is Maya Deary. The Waves to Wisdom interviews emerged from an exploration into a world I discovered when I learned to surf at midlife. Some of these conversations aren't necessarily with people we instantly recognize as leaders, but they all lead in a direction I've benefited so much from I couldn't help but try to share. The people in these interviews seem to me to have wisdom practices centered on their relationship to the more than human world, to what we usually think of as nature. Surfing proved first revelatory, then revolutionary in my own life. When I began following the waves and started a ritual of returning to an edge, the edge of the continent, the edge of my capacity, the edge of my comfort, I realized my vision for my life had been hampered by some artificial barriers. Slowly, with each wave and wipeout, those barriers in my brain and heart and body began to dissolve. And I started to wonder, what if we all had a nature-based practice that cracked us open, made us more creative, more playful? What if we all practiced vulnerability, risk, and failure on a daily basis and had fun doing it? Wouldn't it make our lives better? Might it lead us to the places it feels like in this moment of planetary peril we desperately need to go? Whether you find full-bodied and big-hearted connection through waves or walking or digging in the dirt, I hope these conversations are useful in your own journey of re-inhabiting your life with renewed joy, deep engagement, and increasing wisdom. As a Tico Nosareño and surfer, and I love this place. It's so good. This place is magical. <clears throat> A lot of things that you can learn. Um, the waves, surfing is so good. Just like taking off, like just get up on the wave. It's gonna feel like something magical inside of you, like butterflies on your belly, something like that. It's gonna like feels like <clears throat> this is like heaven. Kevin Carrillo is a young surf instructor from Nosara, Costa Rica. It's a small jungle community dominated by American expatriate surfers and yogis. Over the last five years, this wonderful place and the people who grew up there have become a strong current in my own heart. It's pulled me back over and over. And every time I return, I learn a little bit more about the Pura Vida culture of the locals and, in turn, my own culture's predispositions that lead me and almost everybody else I know to define ourselves by accomplishment over relationship or work over love. The interviews with Kevin, a human, but we recorded our conversation near the end of Nosara's dry season and just a couple of days after the first rain. Now, along with that rain comes a gathering wave of new life, including, as you'll hear loud and clear, crickets. It seemed fitting that in a place where the waves and hills and wildlife are so abundant, the jungle would make its voice heard too. Kevin's ability to describe, in his second language no less, the ways that the lessons he's learned from waves helped him overcome stress and temptation and sort out his priorities as he was growing up to be a strong, happy teacher, a partner, and expectant father, reminded me that wisdom isn't always a result of age. Sometimes a disciplined play practice in the more than human world, something like surfing, might help us figure our lives out in what seems to me to be a very brief time. Welcome to Waves to Wisdom. Hello. Hello, Maya. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> Will you, let's start by telling everybody your name, your age, and how long you've been surfing. Okay, my name is Kevin Carrillo. I am from Nosara, local surfer here. And I am 24 years old, and I've been surfing for 10 years. And did you learn from someone in your family or friends? I had a friend a class, classmate, and he surfed, and he said, hey, you, you should surf. He's from Garza, his name is Steven, and I started surfing, but just by myself. I tried by myself. And, and was it reasonably easy to learn by yourself? It was hard. I just remember that I just wipe out a lot on the sand. 
Um, it, but you must have liked it enough to continue despite the frustration. I know, because that was, that was a thing that you, as a kid, like something that you want to learn. It's like, okay, I need to get this. I need to get it. I need to try. Doesn't matter how hard it is. I need to get it. And clearly you got it. And I got it. You got it. Yes, okay, I how got long it. did it take you? I remember like, it took me like um, two weeks just to get up on that big board. I'm pretty sure it took me about two years, so that's <laughs> not too bad. But I was 40, not 14 when I started. Um, excellent. And then how long did it take you to fall in love with it? Since the first day. The first day, even yes. though it was frustrating. Yes, this you loved it the right first away. day. Okay. Because I kept on going. Yes. Kept on going. Okay. Yeah. And, and you already had a relationship with the, the ocean? You knew how to swim? I know how to swim. Yeah. Okay. I knew how to swim because here in Nosara, <clears throat> We learned how to swim since we are like four years old, like little, little, little kids. Because we would be on the rivers, jumping from the bridge, getting on the, we call that posas, where the river has like a little deep water and maybe a tree in, next to the river. And we just go on the tree and jump. And the kids love it. Yes. Okay, fantastic. He worked for a school, a surf yes. school. Uh, and who do, who do you mostly teach lessons to here in Nosara? Mostly beginners. Mostly beginners. A lot of beginners, like just first day trying on the white water. And it's like, it's really good. I love it. Yeah. What do you love about it? I love the smile on their face. Yeah. Because when they got the wave, when they get up, because first, like, they tell you, like, I'm not good on this. I never tried this. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to not do this since the first day so they have a perspective like maybe i get it but really long you know and when they get it since the first wave because sometimes they get up in the first wave it's like i got up and what what sort of people like what ages and where are they from mostly and mostly from the united states okay. there's a lot of people from the united states there's like a like a age that is mostly that come here to serve that is like 30 to 50, mostly. There's like a lot of people like that age that wants to surf. I've noticed that too, and I've, I've noticed that this is a place where a lot of uh, single women travelers seem to come yes. to learn to surf, and even older women. There's yeah, yeah. Lots of women older than I am, if you can imagine that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's so good. I love that. It's really good, isn't it? What do you love about it? There you can see that there's no time, there's no age that you can practice a sport, even though it's hard, or you get like 10 feet waves and you'll still see a, a old lady surfing. And it's so good, cool. it is small and it's enjoying the wave. And you can see like, it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter, does it? No. And, and this, this beach that you teach on is a, a particularly good beach to learn on, isn't it? Yes, it's because it's a beach break. Yes. No rocks. And the wave is like small, soft, really good to learn so fun yes. the long rides here are just yes. so fun do you think that the fact that you were surfing as a, as a young boy as a young man did that change the way your life went in high school and afterwards of course yes yes and, and and it obviously since you're now a professional in the surf industry it changed it in that way did it change it in any other ways maybe earlier or affect how you made decisions or what decisions you made I remember in college like high school I was in the last grade, just graduating to go to the university. And here in Costa Rica, you gotta do a final test. It's like five tests, like math, uh, biology, uh, science, English. And it's like a hard test because you don't know what you're gonna see on the test. It's just like go and do the test. And I already served on, on that time. And I remember like, I was so stressed out, like studying a lot. And I was like, no, I need to relax. I need to go surf. I need to be on the water, take my time, see some waves, see like how it's gonna make me calm down. And it helped me to win the test. And I, and I got the test and I got graduated. 
it was fine. Yes. So, so you felt stress, which you were pretty sure was going to impede your performance. You weren't going to do as well yes. as you could have yes. if you weren't stressed. And you knew by that point you'd been surfing for four years then, three or four years? Yes, yes. And you knew that if you went surfing that you would be able to handle that test without stress. Yeah. And so you, you already had that coping mechanism. Yes. Uh, that, that sounds like wisdom right there. Good. Uh, what, what other ways, as a, as a young person, did surfing affect your life? Um, well, taking decisions um, to be uh, more responsible, to be responsible. So if you go to surf and if you don't take the right wave, you're gonna wipe out, you're gonna fall off. So you learned when you were surfing that you didn't go for every wave? No. You had to pick the right wave for you? Yes. And that translated to your life on shore. You metaphorically saw that, you know, there's a path in life that if you take it, yes. you're gonna wipe out. Yes, you're gonna wipe out. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> um, yeah, as a kid is hard. As a kid, it's hard because it's, those are things that, for a kid, it's really hard to take, you know? And like, in the surfing industry, it's like, many things that you're gonna see, like drugs, or alcohol, those things. So you gotta take it easy, then do the right things. Go study, be responsible. Even though you surf, still like, you have other things to do. So bad things, you're gonna see not good friends, not good friends. Friends that are gonna tell you to do something. Uh, well, supposed to be friends, right? And they're gonna say, okay, this is, this is a surfing life. So that surfing life is like, go surf, get out of the water, get changed and then go party drink, do drugs, and maybe get a girl, and then go back and wake up the next day just feeling empty and do it again. But that's not surfing. That's not surfing. That's not surfing. No. Uh, it, it really is, um, for, for people who have not been here to Nosara, the, the surf instructors are uh, sort of alphas do you know that phrase? Yes. Yeah, they're in some ways uh, they're the, the the people on the beach with the most status, the surf instructors. You're all very good surfers. Most of you are young. Yes. Uh, most of you are strong and handsome, or beautiful, and uh, and there are endless waves of incoming tourists, many of whom are beautiful and young and in search of a good time, for the week or two that they're here. I can imagine how for a, a teenage boy or a very young man, that situation would be full of temptations. All of these people coming in with money and a desire to party. Yes. Um, and, and somehow you've managed to navigate all of that. Yes. Without, as you say, going a bad way. Yes. Uh, and you think that surfing helped you with that? Surfing helps, yes. Yeah. It's like, e if you feel like those things are going together, those bad things, like what you say, like girls coming here to get party, alcohol, drugs, uh, friends. But surfing helps, like, okay, relax, calm down. Uh, this is not what you need to do. You need to clear your mind. Surfing, like, helps, like, clear your mind a lot. So not just if you have a stressful situation like a specific test, but it sounds like if you have a larger stressful situation like figuring out how to live a life yes. in a situation where the, the bad path is easily accessible. Surfing, it sounds like, helped you yes. navigate that. Like, yeah, because like, you have goals right here. Surfing is like, you set up goals. Like first you, okay, I'm gonna get up on the board. I'm gonna turn to the side. I'm gonna cut back. I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna paddle to the outside. You're thinking about your goals. Do you see you go little by little doing something? 
in his like life. It's like, okay, you need to do this thing first. It's not like, I'm gonna get a board and paddle down. Because it's not how you do it first. You're gonna go little by little, take your time, set up like the right things that you need to do first. And, and start getting to those, those goals, right? And then you're gonna be surfing really good or you're gonna be having a good life. And speaking of good life, uh, will, will you tell everybody your very exciting news? Well, I'm, gonna, I'm having a baby. I'm so excited for that. I'm having a little boy. Uh, his name is Andreu. And I hope, and I hope he's, he gets like a good surfer. I hope he surf. Yeah. And I'm so happy to surf with him and teach him how to surf and teach him how to live the life really good. Enjoy the life. And when you say uh, enjoy the life, what is, what is a good life to you? What, is, what do you notice is a good life? Um, wake up smiling. Smiling because you, are, you have a good partner on your side. Uh, a good person with good karma, with good soul, and that fool you up, right? With um, happiness. That's a good life. And go to the water, go, go surf, at, at least like one hour, go surf, clear your mind, feel the sun on your face burning, especially in this month, March. And uh, enjoy the water, and then like maybe go to a job, meet people, have friends. That's a good life. That's a good life. Learn some culture, and eat a lot. Eat a lot. <laughs> eat a lot. <laughs> that's a good life. Yes, that's a good life. <laughs> There's a concept or an expression or a way of being here that you all call Pura Vida. Could you tell anybody who's listening, what is Pura Vida from your perspective? Pura Vida is like living life in a good way. You need to live the life healthy and happy. Uh, be friendly with others, that's Pura Vida. Even though you don't know that person, give him a smile because you don't know what if he's living. That's pura vida. That's like, pura vida. like be interesting on his happiness. Like, uh, tell me like, hey, hello, how are you? Uh, have a good day. That make you be a, a pura a pura vida person. And that's that we put a real life here. Like we live healthy, we live happy. We, we love our place. We love our culture. And we take care of this little piece of land. And we love the people that are here. And we help a lot. We help like if if you go on the road, if it's someone else like stuck with the car that is not working, is broken, you stop and help him. That's pura vida. That's pura vida. See. Si. Uh, and do you like just so that people understand it? You see a lot of people coming here from other places that don't live in a pura vida way. Yes, they don't. Uh, what does that look like? Like what is what is Pura Vida the opposite of? Um, people who are too stressed out, people who wants to hurt hurt other people, they just come here, uh, destroy this piece of land, and destroy the happiness that other people are living. It's too stressed out need to relax, calm down, breathe. So, so you were a young man and you, uh, it sounds like you, 
you had a moment where you were probably tempted to do these bad things, to live this party lifestyle. Uh, did, in that moment, how do you think you were able to make a good decision for yourself? Because uh, I started when I was young. I was in high school. So there are like friends and you are like a lot of temptation, like, okay, let's go out, party. And I did. I, I went to parties and I get crazy and like it was not not it was not good. I was not feeling I was I was not feeling good. I was feeling empty every single day. And like you start thinking that that's the the way you need to live because everybody does that. And you think that you are doing the right things that you're living a good way because you have money and and you are paying for going out and you're paying for everything that you that you need but it's not it's not healthy but then I realized that I need to live in a different way maybe from my family I see my family like living really good I have a good family especially my brother so it's like, uh, graduated work, get your house, because you need a house to live, right? And then you can get the rest. Because my mom said, um, this is what my mom told me all the time since I was young, like, uh, get, a, yeah, get a job, study, get a job, get a house, and then you can do whatever you want. It's very interesting to hear that, that your mother and surfing reinforced each other. Your mother said, take these steps in this order, and you learn from surfing. Yes. You don't just go right out no. in the big waves. Yes. You have to take these steps in this order, Yes. and then you don't get hurt, and yes. that's, uh, that's pretty wonderful. So you went to college, and what did you study? I started to be a... Um, so first, I went to the public university. Okay. And I studied just to know English. Just, just to know. For two years. It was like from Monday to Friday. And I was like from 8 to 9, 8 in the morning to 9 p.m. It was a long time just studying. Not too much for surfing. Just on the weekends. So I need to get up really early on Friday, on Saturday, come to the beach, surf, and then uh, late Sunday, go back to study again. And then I, I finished that. I got a job to be a, a surf, surf instructor. And the company that I'm working right now, they helped me a lot to get money and then pay for another career and I started to be an English teacher for elementary school and it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So you got your degree in elementary English education? Yes. And why is it so good? Tell me what's so good about that. Because you are, because you are teaching kids, you are teaching uh, things that you know so you better do it good and feel good for it because that's going to be the future of this world. So you're a little boy, Andreu. He will speak English and Spanish? He will speak English, Spanish, Catalan from Barcelona and Italian. And Italian. So he will, he will have four languages. I know. Oh, my goodness. He's going to be going to be a good guy, he's going to be an insert guy, <laughs> really is. interesting. He's going to be really interesting. Yeah, all the ladies are going to be looking at him. Yes, he is going to be very <laughs> attractive to whoever he wants to attract, I am sure. Yes, yes so good. Um, okay, good. So you have, because you are a professional surf instructor. Yes. Uh, and by choice, you could be a, t a teacher, obviously. You're qualified yes. to be a teacher of English, but you are a, t a teacher of surfing instead. Um, 
you've watched a lot of people go from not being able to surf at all to being able to surf a little bit or maybe even a lot. Because one of the things I've noticed about your clientele, your customers, is that they come back. They're yes. so happy after coming here for one week and yes. working with one of you all because you're all such wonderful, warm-hearted, Pura Vida Pura instructors. Yeah. Um, people, you know, by the last day, sometimes they're in tears. They don't want to go home. No. They're in love with you and this place and the waves. Uh, they come back and they get better. Yes. Even if they don't live near waves themselves. What have you noticed that learning to surf, either through your own life or watching so many people of all ages, learn to do it? What have you noticed that that does for people? So when they come here and they don't, some, some of them, like, well, maybe, maybe all of them, oh, they come here, a new place, they don't know anything about here. They just know, like, okay, I need, I need a place to learn how to surf, and a place that help for me, mostly for kids, right? And they come here, first time surfing, and they they get this life here the way that we trade them, because we like to trade them really good. We we try to. Uh, give them the pura vida that we have. So they come here and it's like, it's not only like surfing. Okay, so in what ways do you think that these people coming to surf, how can you see it change them as they get into the water and begin this process of working with the ocean, making mistakes? Yeah, they, they come here and they, they get related to the ocean and they start feeling like, okay, this is a good sport to try. It's not hard, it's easy. It's really easy, surfing is easy. If you, if you set your goals, okay, I'm gonna do this and just do the right things, like getting a back foot, front foot, and surf the wave. And they start learning little by little new things. They get interesting of the surfing life and they they want to learn more the same like me like you start learning new things every single day and then and not, not only like surfing like maybe like living here in Nosara like living just like uh, we ask with instructors we trade in we are like a family here we we host them like a like brother, like this is my younger brother, or my old brother, my sister. Oh, sometimes like there come like uh, old ladies, and we call, okay, mama, this, you're like my mom, and we're gonna treat you like you are my mom, and we are happy to have you, and and be like a family, and serve and eat and laugh. I can attest to that because uh, in a lot of places that are dominated by surf culture, what that winds up looking like is that those, those places in that culture are dominated by young men who are good at surfing. That sometimes happens. And there, there sometimes isn't a place for people like me, you know, middle-aged women. Uh, and that is not the case here. It, it is so beautiful. It is like, you know, I'm your mother or your aunt or somebody, su tia, su mama, somebody, <laughs> yeah, somebody important to you all. Sí. And, and really, the, the Pura Vida is palpable. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, uh, welcoming vibe all the time. And it, no matter who you are or how good or bad, uh, technically speaking, you are at surfing. Yes. Uh, what did, did surfing teach you? Is there anything that we haven't talked about that surfing taught you in terms of a life lesson? Um, yeah, like surfing, like sometimes if you feel like you're gonna take bad decisions, surfing might help you a lot. Like, uh, like clear your mind, um, feel the ocean, feel the, the wind, that's gonna make you calm down and uh, think clear, think uh, what's better for you.
and if you just do whatever like seems faster if something seems faster and you want to just take it maybe it's not the right thing so for living it's like um, taking good decisions taking good decisions like the same way like if you see a wave if it is it could looks good sometimes you see a wave it looks good it looks like um, a perfect wave but if not it's too short let's wait for the second one or the third one that's the one that you need it's not the first one you don't need that one even though it looks good but it's not the one that uh, fooled you up right so for living it's like you're gonna see like bad decisions coming up like you need to take this and maybe it's not right for you so that's what happened to me like okay I need to study I need to get a job and then once you get that you need to get the second step and then you need a good partner with you you need a good partner that help you that make you like grow up right that make you like get stuck right there that's really important too so it's not like it's not a girl that you're gonna uh, find on the party and then just uh, go out just one night and then that's the girl no you need to know the lady you need to know the girl surf together yeah surf together know pretty well and then you do the decision right so it helped me a lot and tell us something about your partner uh she's she's a good surfer she doesn't like to say this but she's a really good surfer but i love surfing with her i love that and we start uh talking we start exploding all the area right here in osara because i'm still living i'm live here but I still there's so many things that you, you that you can see, see like a first time. And we did some ATV tours, we went some to some waterfalls and we did some trips to surf and we started talking and know each 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 other. And then I realized that she's a nice person because her soul inspire like something really good that you can see through her eyes that she's she's so nice and yeah I love her a lot she is beautiful in every way a person can be um, and I understand that your father also has a an intimate relationship with the ocean he's a fisherman he's a fisherman he loves fishing and he taught me how to understand the ocean a lot because he knows pretty well the ocean because he knows really good the moon. Yeah, I don't know how, but he understands the moon really, really good. And if you ask, ask, him, ask him right now, like, what moon do we have right now? He will tell you right away. And he will say, okay, this is, the moon is right here. It's like this, so the tide is low. So we need this moon, this tie, that we can get fish. Um, so your your family, uh, I'm lucky and I am lucky enough to have been to your house, uh, and your family owns a beautiful piece of land. I don't know how much, but a lot of land. You, as far as you can see, really from your yes. house, there there are carillos. Carrillos, Carrillos everywhere. Are everywhere. Um, and, uh, and how far back does your family go in Osara? Um, it was like a long time ago. My, my mom, well, my, my grandpa and my grandma, they were from Nicoya. They were living in Nicoya. And then my grandpa sold that land and moved to here, Guiones, or Nosara. <clears throat> and then... He got that land for like uh, 25 colones. 25 colones. Which is like... 50 cents. Something like that. And he got this land and started living here with my mom and my aunts, my, all my family. 
And <clears throat> now he's old. Now he's really old. He's 97. My goodness. Yeah, he's 97. And we still have this piece of land, or well, big piece of land. And I'm living one piece of that, because that my mom got, uh, gave me. And it's, it's a nice place, because it's all family right there. So beautiful. And you live right next door to your 97-year-old grandfather, don't and you? I live next to him. And I see him every single day. Every single day. And he's still walking by himself. Wow. He's walking by himself. He waved at me when he saw me. And we made jokes. He loved jokes. Uh, well, it's interesting because uh, he grew up in Nicoya. And yes. this whole area around Nicoya is a blue zone. It's a blue it's zone. Zona Azul. Zona Azul Zona del Azul. Mundo. Uh, what, uh, what is a blue zone? It's where the people live longer. Because we have people here who live long, long, long time. I, I know people who get on more than 100 years. Wow. Because he's happy. He's happy. Do you, I mean, you're not a scientist and I'm not a scientist, and I, I don't know that there have been uh, scientific studies trying to figure out why people in blue zones live so long. But do you have any opinions about why? I heard what I've been uh, realizing that the corn. The corn. Corn. So the corn, so what happened here in, in as I know, like for my family, is like when you go to eat, you always have to get a tortilla on your plate. We don't, we don't get Coca-Cola, we don't get Fanta, no. No. So that's what they were drinking before. Okay. Like tamarindo, horchata, uh, chicheme. Chicheme is a drink based on corn. It's, a, it's based on corn. It's a corn that is uh, purple, and they, they cook something different. They get the drink. All the grandma and grandpas know how to do that. They know it. <laughs> and it's a chicheme, and it's really healthy. Huh. So that's what we're, they were drinking and eating, really healthy things. Interesting. And we grow up fruits right here, fruits, uh, vegetables. So a many. Of, a lot of sandias. Sandias. Sandia, watermelons. The watermelons. It's yes. so good. People just throw the watermelon meat right in the blender and blend it up and drink it. Yes. It's delicious. Yes. That's oh, why we gosh. get longer. That's, that's why you live longer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I suspect Pura Vida has something to do with it, too. Yes. The, the just open-hearted, accepting, loving, generous attitude that people have towards one another. Not everyone, but, but culturally, it's... Yeah, as I told yeah. you, like, being healthy. If you're a healthy people, if you're a healthy person, if you're eating really good and living this life, you're going to be a nice person. You're going to be smiling the whole time. You're not going to be angry. You're not going to be mad at anything. From my perspective, one of the problems I see with this place is that a lot of uh, Americans and Europeans come to Guionis, and many of them miss out on Pura Vida because they only talk to other Americans or Europeans um, yes. and uh, and groups that I have have brought here students and and also retreat groups it's inevitably the the one thing that they remember most now they have a great time I mean there's there's world-class yoga here in these beautiful yoga studios uh, the surfing is so exciting the beach is spectacular it looks like you know the cover of a, of a fancy magazine every single day it's so beautiful um, but every single trip where I've brought people the thing that they remember most is when we go to the home of a local and they learn how to make tortillas the local way Yes. That's always the thing that moves them the most. You become a pro. <laughs> you become a, a pro. To make tortillas. <laughs> make tortillas. Yes. <laughs> Here, like, everybody know how to make a tortilla. Yes. Yes. And, and just the, the authentic experience of interacting with the people. And, um, and so many, it's interesting, I see a lot of Americans come here and, you know, and they, and they, they keep separate from the people. I mean, maybe they talk to a Tico surf instructor, but they, they don't get out of this little village um, and they don't get out to some of the places that you take them, Pippin Rentals. And, yes. um, 
And it's such a shame because when they do get out, uh, the, the, as you say, it fills you up so much more, the experience it, when you really, uh, even just for a half a day, when you really feel the culture and, yes. and the way of living here. Um, it's, it makes the whole trip, even if it's only a week long, it makes it so much more meaningful. And the love that you feel for this place is so much deeper. Yes. Because it's not just about uh, what can I get, how good a time can I have here. It becomes about this exchange where you're talking to people and they're talking to you. And, uh, and it, it, it isn't so unequal because one of the problems here and in, in many places uh, in the developing world where wealthy Americans come to vacation is, is inequality. There's people who make very little money and then Americans building $2 million homes <laughs> and the prices get very expensive for food and housing. Um, and, and these are challenges, you know, the, the gentrification, these are challenges that this, that this place faces. Um, but those challenges seem uh, less insurmountable when you watch the wealthy visitors interact with the locals as humans, human to human. It, it really, it, in my experience at least, it makes a big difference. Yeah, that's really important. The interactions with the locals person right here is is really good because like um, when we do surf lessons we don't it's not only like it's not the whole time just talking about surfing they they talk to you about like how's you living what do you do or what else do you do besides surfing and you get a conversation with them so people who come here they 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 love chatting like they love talking it's gonna be it's gonna be fine it's gonna be really good chatting with the local person so know about the life here how's the life in osara how's the pura vida so like they're gonna teach they're gonna tell you like yeah we eat healthy we eat tortilla we made it like this and how to make a chicheme or how to make a tamarindo, right? So many things that you can learn from a local person. So many things and they, you're gonna feel so good to learn those things from a new culture, from, from a new place. And it's not only like just surf, or you suddenly just yoga, yoga, yoga with a person that, you don't, that doesn't even know the place. Because there are many people who come here and start living here and they are from United States or they're from uh, Europe and they are living here for 10 years maybe. They're living here for 10 years and they, they think that they're becoming local person, like local people. So that's the one that like, sometimes I like not getting into the Pura Vida life, you know? Absolutely. And yeah, this place is getting bigger. Many people are investing in this place and the prices are going like on the clouds. It's really, really high prices, like really big prices. And we as a Costa Rican people, as a local people, we, we pay the same. We pay the same, but we don't get paid. When we get the job, we don't get paid like the same to, to afford those, price, to those yeah, prices, no. right? It's $3 an hour is very standard, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that's what happened. It's getting really big, this place. Okay, so do uh, would you say that all Costa Ricans or most Costa Ricans live La Pura Vida? Um, no, not really. So, um, Costa Rica is not that big. But it's like, you can, there's many places. Uh, the, the capital city, the, the center of Costa Rica, we call the Central Valley, that part. Um, there's more violence right there, because like there's more buildings, and there's more cars, more people. The, the, the life right there is like a little more faster. Maybe like, I don't know, like a big city in the United States. Not that big, but for us seems to be like really fast. And are people in the, in the big cities here stressed out? Yes, 
stressed out because of traffic. Because they live in the way that is just like, wake up, go on the road, on the street, be like a hour, hour and a half on the traffic, go to work, stress out with the bus, and then go back to the street again, then go home at night, eat something fast and wake and go to sleep and wake up again the same way every single day. And they have long period of working and then maybe at the end they have a little vacations but it's still like stress out. It's not maybe they don't surf. And maybe they don't surf, which makes a big difference. Yes. Because you, um, it would be easy for somebody listening to this to think that you don't, you, that you don't work like that. But in fact, uh, especially during the high season, during the busy season here, yes. I've watched you now for weeks in a row start with lessons at 7.30 in the morning. And well, start sometimes at 6, Sometimes seven. at 6 and teach right until the sun goes down. Yes. At, at quarter to 6 at night. And it's hard physical labor pushing people into waves and so you you must be on shape you must have like muscles and be on shape and be eating healthy and drinking a lot of water because like we've been working a lot the whole day on the water I don't even change my clothes I just be wet the whole time just start the lesson at seven do hour and a half go back get the next one just drink a little water Sometimes a little time for a little breakfast, then get a little lunch, get in the water again, and until six, until the sunset. And it's good, it's good, it's a good life. And now I'm having a little more time off, and I'm spending that time surfing, which is like, I'm still getting tired, but my mind is like out of stress. I'm not stressful because I'm surfing. All my stress is on the water. It's gone. The ocean took that stress. And I feel so good. Mostly when I was surfing with Maya. We have had some really fun times, haven't yes, we? Yes, yes, yes. And you're, you're so generous. Um, sometimes the waves here get quite big. And, uh, and occasionally they're, they're fast. It's a pretty slow break in general, but occasionally they're fast. And you're always very good about telling me whether or not you think I'm ready to take off on a particularly challenging wave. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have that reassurance. Um, yeah, I, I noticed, uh, I mean, it really is remarkable because your job is very intense. I mean, people, you know, it's the ocean. Things can happen out there. Yes. Uh, and the other, just the other day, we were surfing uh, in the morning and you paddled up and, and it was so cute. You said, so are you gonna stay out here for a while? And I said, well, yes. And, and you said, well, there's a four or five foot shark over there. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm not gonna stay out <laughs> here for a while. <laughs> um, but, you know, even at the end of the day, after five lessons or six lessons, you're so good to people and so patient with them and, and take such good care. You uh, just, this morning, the waves were so good. Uh, and you told me, I asked you if you got any of them when they were good and you said no I couldn't take off um, because I was with uh, a mother and children who with two two little girls with two like little girls 14 years old okay and and they you couldn't leave them to take no, a wave that you no. needed to stay with them I need so. to stay with them yeah and they were a good wave so good so good I still remember that wave coming <laughs> there were like five of them and I was like, okay, now I need to let this wave go. Yes. Because those waves are not, were not good for them because it was a little steep. Yes. And I love steep waves. That yes. I can make some tricks. Yes. And they were not good for them. So I told them, no, this is not good for you. We want to wait for another one who would fit you better. Which yeah. is just wonderful. And, and I, there are many surf schools here. There must be almost 20 surf schools in this tiny village now. I think more than that. Even more than 20. Um, and I have watched many instructors from other surf schools leave yes. clients so that they could take a wave. Um, yes. And it's one of the reasons that I have formed such a close relationship with you all over those years is that you, you really do put your clients, not just safety, but, but comfort Yes. First. Because it's a place, it's a 
it's a new world outside in the uh, like on the break that part is like a new world there are many things there's gonna be people there's gonna be waves gonna be sometimes animals so it's a new world so you if and they're not gonna be used to that is there anything else about your life as a surfer your relationship with the ocean uh, you as a as a nocereño is there anything that you would like to say to anybody listening um as a tico nosareño and surfer and <clears throat> i love this place it's so good this place is magical <clears throat> a lot of things that you can learn um, the waves surfing is so good just like taking off like just get up on the wave it's gonna feel like something magical inside of you like butterflies on your belly something like that it's gonna like feels like <clears throat> this is like heaven how the nature made that and you can use that power of nature and you can surf that because it's not like you make it right it's just like okay it's coming by itself because God made that wave because the nature and the current is the wave and the wind made this kind of wave perfect just for you and just surf it get it and it's like the life like this is your life enjoy it um, on the way there's gonna be bad things just move it around skip it like when you're surfing you skip some people and do move to the side go to the other side don't don't look what you don't need to look and just enjoy it. It's good, good life advice. Just yeah. enjoy it. Just enjoy <laughs> yes. it. Just enjoy what you're having in the moment. Don't think about like way too far. Just think about right now, the present. And, and live the present right now. It is something that, that people here seem to be very good at is enjoying the moment taking time to be with their families. Uh, so many people just go out and watch the sunset together. Yes. Play soccer with their kids on the beach. Uh, they don't work, you know, all the time if they don't absolutely have to. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I mean, there certainly are, you know, there are a lot of, of owners of businesses, as, as we've discussed, who sometimes demand longer hours than, than is healthy for the employees. Um, but when people have a choice, they really do seem to put love, to put being with their families and being with their friends. It's a very high priority. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. You're welcome. This has been just wonderful. I feel like I learned a ton, and I know everybody listening will too. Yes, okay. I hope they learn a lot from this. And yeah, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed Kevin's wonderful perspective on life, love, and waves as much as I did. I'd love to talk to you about the possibility of coaching, setting up a custom Waves to Wisdom retreat in Nosara or the U.S., or arranging an inspiring, energizing event for your organization or group. Visit wavestowisdom.com to set up an appointment.